Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. We inch closer to not just Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not into that. Sorry. What do you mean? It's just Wild Card Weekend, man. It's, it, this is our normal Wild Card Weekend. It's not super. It's not like it's going to change again. I, I listen. That's what just what they call it. I don't know. I mean, I'm just okay, well, so. What, what are you going to call when they add an eighth team each side? Super duper wild card weekend. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that would be my. Maybe guess. it's just super super. Just two supers. You don't think yeah. super duper would sound better than uh, super super? I, I do think super duper would sound better, actually. Yeah. So I think, uh, but uh, but again, I mean, that's just this is the way the branding and the marketing of this has been done, and so away we go. It is almost here. Yeah. Super super, super wild card weekend plus. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah that too. I mean, let's. I mean, that makes sense. Just to yeah. add on everything else that we can possibly to try and uh, sell these games and these matchups even more. But unfortunately, we do have a little bit of bad news. All right. One of the matchups, third time meeting between the Bills and the Dolphins. It's going to look a little bit different. It's going to look a little different than the first two times these teams played because you had the first time in which the Bills ran out of time and Ken Dorsey basically had a meltdown in the booth that went viral, which was hilarious. And then the other time was that snow game uh, before Christmas uh, on the 17th in which you had the Dolphins and the Bills going back and forth and, and Buffalo and their big narrative that Miami couldn't play in the cold. And so that was a close game, but the Bills won. Yeah, Miami uh, led that game. Though. Yeah, and they, were, they yeah. played fantastic. But this time, it's going to look different at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. And don't listen to us. Listen to Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins head coach, who made the announcement yesterday. As of today, Tua has not been cleared by doctors to resume football activities on the field with his teammates. So because of that and because of the time that he's missed, I can rule him out for Sunday. As a result, we will be approaching the game today, the Wednesday game, as Skylar Thompson as our starting quarterback. So there's that. No Tua, 
Skylar Thompson, apparently, because Teddy Bridgewater's also got a hand issue or a finger issue or who the hell knows what's going on with that. And so we're not going to get that th- a third-time matchup between Tua and Josh Allen. It's going to be Skylar Thompson, and it's probably going to be a wipeout. And the yeah. betting line and the movement on that line would indicate so much as it's now 13 in favor of the Buffalo Bills in most places. So. When's the last time we saw a number this big for a playoff game? Uh, I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the same line as was the national championship game. So let's hope it doesn't turn out that way. <laughs> it, it has looks. Of it. I know. It's so yeah, sad, it's 65-7, man. huh? <laughs> That's yeah. what I think. Just, Yikes. By the way, if you lose 65-7 in a, in a wild card game, does it even count as making the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Although, well. you know what's funny is I, I looked at a lot of rankings um, because coaches will come out and they'll give their final rankings of the season, and I like to see what the coaches think. Because at the end of the season, like, what does it matter, right? There were so many coaches that had TCU ranked fourth of those top four teams that made it in the playoff, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wait a second, TCU beat Michigan. Yeah. Why, why would they be behind Michigan? That's such a bunch of crap. <laughs> I know that that would, like, that would be like ranking the Niners ahead of the Bengals last year after the Super Bowl. Because right. you know that that was a tight game with the Rams, and since he lost in the Super Bowl game, okay, let's just wipe that out. They don't get AFC championship rings. That doesn't count. You know, it, it, it's, it's your last performance, even though Ohio State or whoever else they have ranked ahead of them didn't play the final week. But okay, there's that. Uh, I, I, my, my disappointment more lies in, you know, Teddy Bridgewater not being able to go and, and play. And, and all I know is I heard it was reported that it was a pinky injury. And even on your throwing hand, that's the least important finger on your hand throwing a football. So you would think that in a playoff game, given how the year has gone for him specifically, where he's not he's not been reliable. He's been knocked out of a game with a concussion. He's had other issues. Where it seems like every time he started, he can't finish a game. That's that's his job. Like he's the insurance policy that was brought in there. Like I, I was actually more optimistic about this team because if Tua, who's got an injury history, goes down, well, they got a veteran guy in Teddy Bridgewater who's played well at times. In fact, as a starter, he's fantastic against the spread in his career. And so I kind of thought to myself, well, he he can get the job done. He can distribute the football and all that. Not if he can't finish the game. And I think the thing that, as a quarterback, like, bothers me more about it is he's putting his team at a disadvantage if he's out there practicing and taking those reps to prepare for the game during the week and then forcing a rookie to have to go in and not getting any prep. Like, I kind of said this jokingly a few weeks ago, like, they might as well just let Skylar Thompson take all the reps, and then if Bridgewater can go, then Bridgewater goes. But, like, there's no point at this, at this point in junction of the season to really prepare him Considering he's played enough football, Thompson's the one that needs the reps. And even if Bridgewater plays, like he hasn't been able to finish games. So it's it's I think for Dolphins fans down here specifically, they they've been really disappointed with that. You know, that's been the one element of the team that in Mike McDaniel's first year, they've made the playoffs. They've been dynamic when Tua started. Obviously, Tua being hurt has has impacted things, but they get excited when he's back in there. But the Bridgewater you know, signing and the thought that he would be able to come in and kind of save the day or at least get them through a couple games, that's honestly been the biggest disappointment they've had all year. I just – I think that they were going to get smashed no matter what. Like, <laughs> Even with two. I, I really do. Yeah, I think so. I, I think just with everything that's happened with DeMar 
and where the Bills are at right now, they have been a team that has disappointed in the playoffs. Like I, I thought they played one of the greatest games of 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 recent playoff history against Kansas City, but they weren't able to do it. And I just think that they have more of let's get here. Like I think the Bills was one of those teams. Let's get back to the playoffs. Um, and that's going to be where you see a different team. I really believe that. Um, I really believe that's what we're going to see. And I think whether they had Tua or not, I think that they were going to pummel the Miami Dolphins. I don't think that it was going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a close game, and I don't think it would have been a closer game with Bridgewater or Tua in the game. That's that's my belief of it. I, I think that it would have been that way without what happened with with uh, Demar. But I certainly believe now with that added motivation of of playing for something bigger than themselves. I, I just I think I think that that. The Bills are going to be – they're going to be tough to beat, and it's going to take one of the powers to beat them. You know, whoever that may be, it's going to either be the Bengals or it's going to be Kansas City that it's that's going to have to knock the Bills off. I don't think it's going to be um, an off-brand playoff team that, that knocks the Bills out. <laughs> off the Off-brand. Uh, off-brand. <laughs> just like... Off-brand. Yeah, they're one of the uh, the, the ones that's it's a lower... It's the store brand uh, chips or cereal that you get. The stuff in the bags, not the boxes. Uh, so instead of Cheerios, it's toasted O's. That's what the Dolphins are. It's just... what. By the way, talk about a franchise that can't catch a break. Last time they were in a playoff game... Well, technically, they do catch a break. What's what do you I mean? I mean, didn't didn't uh, Teddy break it break something on his? Yeah, ass? well, yeah, it's dislocated. Oh. I mean, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Again. I I'm mean, sorry. you know, I'm just I, I feel. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel I'm sorry. Come on. I'm take sorry. shots. I'm just saying. If like we that. were being technical, I mean, um, I'm just saying. <laughs> so they it, in 2016, Ryan Tannehill got injured. I think did he blow out his knee or something like that? I forget what it was. But Matt Moore started the playoff game and got absolutely disintegrated. Who was the guy that hit? Was it? Uh, who was the guy that hit Matt Moore in that game, the playoff game against Pittsburgh? I believe it was Bud Dupree yeah, who decapitated him. Yes, yeah. uh, it was. He did. Mm. He, he removed his head from his body. His actually, yeah. they had to pick up his it head. Looked and put like, it looked kind of like you on. know those turtles when like their head just goes back down to their body. Yeah, and, like just dis- disappears. Yeah, it, it uh, looked like Matt Moore's head did that. Although it just it literally left his body for a second. <laughs> it did. In fact, some people would say that when Matt Moore got up, he asked if his first name was Rondale. So he got destroyed. <laughs> And you're looking around going, all right, well, listen, I mean, this team's on the rise. Don't worry about it. Well, they haven't been to the playoffs since. In fact, their last playoff win was December 30th of 2000. Like, they can't catch a break in the postseason. They've been awful. When they get there, they do lose. They've only been there a handful of times. This felt like an exciting team. It felt like somebody that was going to be fun to watch. We've seen it twice, as we mentioned. They play Buffalo well. And then this happens. And now they're going to have to go with preseason hero Skylar Thompson to be their quarterback on the road at Buffalo. They've got no chance. That sucks, man. That really puts a damper on this whole thing. It does. I know they were asking about whether or not Tua's, what his long-term status is going to be uh, yesterday. And Mike McDaniel's like, look, I'm just trying to 
get through all this. You know, I don't know what his career status is going to be. It wasn't surprising that he's not playing in this game. It's just a bummer because when he's in the lineup, that team is significantly better and more exciting. And then you just see what they're going to be rolling out, this off-brand version of the Miami Dolphins. It's just a bummer, man. So thoughts and prayers to everybody in South Beach and South Florida, Brady. Got to be disappointed with how this season has gone. No, I mean, look, I I try to listen to local radio just to get a sense and feel for how people are feeling. And that's the sentiment. I mean, they they feel like it's that there's optimism because of what they're able to accomplish. But there's a lot of questions. You know, they don't know long-term what this means for Tua and the team. Uh, I think they'd like to have more stability at their quarterback position, so that's obviously concerning moving forward. But like I said, frustration. You hear more people kind of frustrated with Teddy Bridgewater and the fact that he's he's a hometown kid, so everyone had high hopes for him being able to come down here and, and show out in front of a hometown crowd for him, but he just hasn't been reliable. And that's the one thing as a backup that you kind of have to be in order to keep playing in the league is you got to be able to demonstrate and showcase the ability to come in there and play and stay healthy. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And if you can't, teams are going to look at you, and, then, and regardless of how well you play, they're just going to say, yeah, we, you're our insurance policy. And, and if you can't be paid out when we need you, you know, and you can't be there when we need you, it's not worth it. So uh, it, it's tough. I mean, like I said, I, the pinky finger, if that's what it is, it's the least valuable finger that you use to throw a football. Your thumb, your index, and your middle finger are the three most important. Your thumb helps guide the football. And your middle finger and your index finger are the last two to touch it and help spin it and push the ball. You can literally take your pinky off the ball and still throw the football effectively. So it's a, it's a bit surprising if that is the injury that he's dealing with, and that's what's keeping him out. You'd play, right? Hell yeah. A playoff game? Hell yeah. Any game, for that matter. But, I mean, I, you can't even be – I mean, I, again, I, I don't know the specifics to the injury. I just only know what's been reported. Yeah, it's uh, so Teddy Bridgewater's got one career playoff start. It was back with the Vikings in 2015, uh, and he uh, lost that one. And it's also, I mean, you, you wonder how many more opportunities he's going to have in this spot to, to get an opportunity to play or start in a playoff game. And so, you know, to see where this has gone, that's, uh, that's a bad spot for him to be in. And the Miami Dolphins, 13-point underdogs, and uh, probably going to get annihilated. What an, oh, God, what a bummer. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Listen, this has uh, picked up some steam here. All right, this has been the rumor that's been going on, some flirtatious uh, activity and behavior. I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but Sean Payton would like to get back into coaching. Oh, right I didn't now. know that. Yeah, he's right. been doing some studio work with Fox. He's been really good. He's been making the rounds on, on Fox. He has been really good. Yeah, he's like outstanding. And um, apparently, things are heating up. Because it's now the Cardinals, the Texans, and the Broncos have all received permission to talk with Sean Payton. So he's start, he's got a lot of teams out there that are, that are looking around for his services. And in my mind, it's all a bunch of crap. I think he's waiting for the Cowboys job, but these at least are out there. He has at least received permission from the Saints to go ahead and talk with these teams. So the Sean Payton rumor mill is heating up, and uh, I don't know if there's going to be anybody else added to this list, but as of right now, those are the three teams that have talked to Sean Payton. So. So you're saying you're thinking he's publicly making sure everyone knows who he's talking to by leaking this stuff in order to drive up his market value? Believe it or not. That would make a lot of sense. So I I could see that. I could definitely see that. My question is, does he want to go back to Dallas? I mean, he kind of knows what he's got to deal with, right? I mean, it's just the reality of the situation. Jerry Jones is the owner. He's, you know, probably not the easiest guy to work for, which he's well aware of. I wonder how that factors into the decision. 
where even a guy like Mike McCarthy who's won a Super Bowl, had a great win-loss record in his first year being there as head coach, there were like questions about whether or not he was going to be the guy moving forward. Like, I don't know. It's just, it seems like it makes a lot of sense because of the past. But is it, was it where Sean Payton wants to go in the future? I think Sean Payton, after spending a year out in L.A., I think he's waiting on the Chargers. I think if the Chargers lose, and, and they've got to go all the way across the country to take on a Jacksonville Jaguars team that's got Trevor Lawrence playing as good as he's ever played, I think that if, if the Chargers lose, I would not be surprised if Sean Payton doesn't get looked at by the Chargers. Agreed. And that's not the job that he's maybe angling towards. Given the quarterback, given the pieces, guys like Joey Bosa, uh, given everything they've got on that roster, that would be one that I think he might be looking at saying, eh, kind of like living in L.A. Now I get the coach out here. Sean McVay's not stealing my thunder in the town anymore if he steps away from, from coaching the Rams. I don't know. It might, might be a decent little deal for him. If you're a team on that list that has been given permission to interview Sean Payton, you do whatever it takes to get him. I think he's the one out of all the coaches that are out there on the, the coaches list that could actually that could actually really, really impact your team. And so if I'm Denver, if I'm Arizona you know who are what, what were the other teams? Uh, Cardinals, um, yeah, Broncos, Broncos. And, uh, okay, why am I why am I blanking? Uh, Texans, yeah, the Houston Texans. Texans who I, yeah. I'm not even quite sure if the Texans are actually a, a an NFL team at this point. But th- that's if I'm any one of those three teams, I give him the whole house. Give him the keys to like they say. Give him the keys to the car. Yeah, give him the keys to the whole house. And and see if you can do it because any of those teams, I think, need it. Arizona, they need it. Denver, they need it. Uh, the Houston Texans, they definitely need it. I mean, he might have to come in and put an architect on on that job where they have to rebuild and redo, you know, the whole structure in its in itself. So. I just think that when you're looking at failing, failing situations, Arizona, I think is intriguing. I think that's an intriguing job. And and it's a matter of what what Sean Payton is really looking for when he comes back. If it is indeed, you know, well, I would love to be in the L.A. market. You're still banking on a job that isn't there. If you're a Dallas fan and want that Dallas situation, you're still banking on a job that isn't there yet. Unless there's some colluding going on that we don't know about. But I don't know. I don't know that Sean Payton would be so, so out outgoing with establishing who's talking to him and who he's talking with. I think this is more of an idea of, okay, these aren't horrible situations outside of the Texans. And for what it's worth, I think you guys mentioned this in the show notes. 
the Texans are in a division that is a winnable division if you if they were to make some changes and to you know right the ship in Houston. So that that is a very nice market too. Houston is a very very nice market to be in. And while it's not California, and I get that, but I just think that with the, the teams that are being mentioned, I think you got to weigh out what the opportunity is. And and if I'm Sean Payton, if I am indeed waiting for a Chargers or a Cowboys opportunity, then why not ask for everything in the kitchen, like everything in the kitchen sink if I'm going to look at any of these other franchises, meaning I don't care if they have a GM. If I want to replace the GM, I should have the autonomy to come in, replace the GM. If I, if they don't have a GM, I should have the autonomy to come in and choose the GM. Yeah, I need to well, make I, sure I, that. I think, I, I think that's why he's being patient, though, right? Like he he's he realizes he's the top candidate. Like we can all agree, yep. yeah, he's the guy. Yep. If you're looking for a head coach, and there's already openings. Everyone wants to talk to him. He's a top candidate. So I think we can all agree. He doesn't have to, you know, make a decision quick. He can be patient. He can wait till after things kind of settle themselves throughout the playoffs and then start to continue to take some of these interviews. But that's why, again, I kind of go back to you got the, the Cowboys who are favored going to Tampa Bay against Tom Brady and a team who whooped them week one. They're going home. And the Cowboys have had a hard time winning on the road in the playoffs. So Cowboys going home. Well, and, and, and so that it's going to be interesting, even though Jerry Jones will be going back against what he just said this week. But what happens if then Sean Payton's staring you dead in the eyes as a potential you know, a new head coach or next head coach? You know, the same thing well, with the Chargers if they no. lose to Jacksonville. So I, I, it's, I don't know that he's banking on it. I think he's just waiting to see what that landscape looks like before he takes that next opportunity. It, it, it's kind of crazy that two of the, the prime jobs that could come available are playoff teams – who, if they lose on the road in the first round, those jobs may actually open up. Like Brandon Staley, like because I, I think there's a, a a narrative surrounding Brandon Staley, just some of the questionable calls. Well, that maybe they should have been a playoff team last year and playing as starters, and Mike Williams getting banged up, even though he's probably going to give it a go. And then you've got obviously the Mike McCarthy situation. I just if if he's if he's waiting this thing out, and Lavar, you mentioned look if he wants to be able to pick the GM and all that and have some say in that. I mean that's where Arizona I think makes a lot of sense. You've got your quarterback there, Steve Kime has, has stepped away for medical reasons, so there is that as well too. I mean it's weird that we haven't heard Indianapolis mixed in yet. I don't know if he's gotten uh, permission to talk with Indianapolis or if he even wants to. Uh, maybe he doesn't want any part of uh, the Jim Mercy experience, but. It's just, I, I look at it and I go, he's basically waiting around for two guys who already have jobs to possibly lose this weekend to see whether or not those are going to open up. But again, like I said, I know Sean Payton, like you said, Q, I know he's waiting. But if I'm that franchise, I'm trying to get him in. I'm trying to get this done. I'm trying to entice the situation so we don't have to to deal with the entire landscape developed. Like get like offer something now that gets Sean Payton to want to do it versus waiting before this weekend right. before any of these Absolutely. other ones open up. So, Absolutely. So Houston, if you're Cal McNair, 
What are you offering Sean Payton to try? Everything. And, everything. everything. Like, mm. Part ownership. Is Every, that, uh, well, is that, I, I don't know about that, but everything, everything that you could possibly offer, you should offer them. If I'm Houston, I, I, offer everything you can offer. The crazy thing about it is, you know, the there's no there's no salary cap implications for head coaches. And I don't know how you go about assessing the value that a head coach brings in the NFL. I guess you could, you know, simply measure it by championships and winning percentage and all that. But these owners can pay a a coach twenty million bucks, twenty five million bucks if they want. You know, if you gave Sean Payton the head coaching duties as well as the roster, almost as a general manager, ultimately, it may be not by title, but if that was his power to oversee the entire thing. What would stop him from paying him $25 million? I mean, yeah. you could yeah, do that, essentially. Do There's nothing that stops you from doing it, but you've got to be able to shell out the money and deal with that as an owner. And, and then the other issue is, once you do that with one, every other owner in that you know, billionaire club, multi-multi-millionaire clubs looking at you being like, you idiot, <laughs> you're going to go ahead and pay this guy that? Now, guess what? All we, now all, all our coaches are going to come back and look for that huge raise when they win a Super Bowl or once they win all these games. So that's the tough part is none of these owners like setting a precedent. That's why everyone was ticked off at Jimmy Haslam for signing Deshaun Watson to a fully guaranteed deal. Steve Bashotti in particular, who's still going at it with Lamar Jackson. And, and that would be, I think, the issue that you'd find is you can offer him the world, but if you do, like then it's, it's only going to come to a home near you for all these other owners with their coaches, especially if they have more success. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Right now, it's Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can also get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, good morning. Happy Thursday to you and yours. Hey, guys. What's up? Just hanging out, man. Oh, that's all you got? Just hanging out. That's all I got. That's all I got today, yeah. Wow, that's kind of sad. Come on, Albert. Yeah. Bring some more energy, Al. Have some coffee or something. Yeah. I mean, are you making a you making a breakfast run for the for the kiddos? I know you. Uh, you, you I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I am. I haven't had my coffee yet, so maybe that's the problem. That's all right. Yeah, sounds mm. like it. Um, I'll try to get the energy up. Maybe you guys can help me build the energy up over the over the segment. You all know? right. Well, we do have an upbeat story for you to start things off. A little positivity for you. Uh, like, what the hell is going on with Lamar Jackson? Uh, do we have uh, any sort of clarity on either his injury? There's been some speculation. Is this going to be uh, something to do with the contract status for Lamar? And uh, he hasn't practiced yet. What can you tell us about that whole situation in Baltimore? Yeah, I, I think it's two different questions, guys. Because, I mean, I'm not going to question whether or not the guy's hurt. He's hurt, you know. And, um, you know, it's a PCL injury. And, You know, from what I understand, these can be relatively unpredictable. And, you know, the one thing I can say definitively is it doesn't feel right. Now, is it somewhere in the back of his head that maybe I need to be careful or I shouldn't push through this? And I finished last year injured, and this would be two years in a row, and I've got a lot of money on the line, I I, I guess. You know, like that could be in the back of his head. But every indication I've got is that this is – 
you know, a very legitimate injury, and um, and and it's something he obviously he's been dealing with now for some time. And the nature of this injury is a little unpredictable, and everybody recovers from it differently. Is this going to affect his contract negotiation? I, I think it could, you know, especially if there are other teams involved, you know, because if you're another team and you're looking at this, you'd say to yourself, as great of a player as he is, this is two years in a row that he's finished his season hurt. And his workload is unlike any quarterback has ever, you know, shouldered um, in the history of the game, really, you know. And so, like, if you're going to go and bring in Lamar Jackson as your quarterback for the next five years, you know, now that becomes something to consider. Whereas, you know, two years ago, the workload was heavy, but he never really had gotten hurt. So I think it's, I think it's complicated is probably the best way to put it, but – I think at a baseline, he actually is legitimately hurt, and I know he doesn't feel right. And um, I know this has been a frustrating thing for everybody involved. I mean, my only question is, I don't know that anyone's, you know, I guess questioning the legitimacy of if there's an injury. I think the question becomes, you know, how does the, the team – look at him maybe trying to play with it depending on the severity again only they know and he knows and then you combine that with the fact that they just got a deal done with Roquan Smith you know if you're if you're Lamar and you've been waiting for a deal and then Roquan just (laughs) signs an extension doesn't that kind of set you off in a certain type of way or is that a message maybe that Baltimore's sending I don't know, Brady. I mean, I, I, I do – like, they, they gave him a – I mean, they've made good offers to him, you know, I, and I, I, we, we've talked about that. Like, the, the difference is really almost philosophical in what he wants and what the team is offering. The team is offering to put him in the upper tier of quarterback pay. They're just, they just want to do it on a conventional quarterback contract. And he wants something fully guaranteed. And now – you know, you look at, like, where they are, and this is sort of explains why for both sides. You know what I mean? Like, again, over the last two years, he's finished the year injured. And, like, if you're their player, you're going to look at it and you're going to say, I'm not going to let you mitigate your risk. Like, I've already – I've taken on all this risk by playing this way. And, uh, and, and, and I've taken on all this risk by being deployed this way. So I'm not mitigating your risk. And if you're the team, you're looking at it and you're saying – well, like, where do we know where you're – how do we know where you're going to be from a health standpoint four or five years? We don't know. So you can sort of – I think what the injury does is it sort of illustrates the the, 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 the the point both sides have made and the stand that both sides have taken in this negotiation. Um, and so I, I wouldn't connect it to Roquan in that, like, Roquan's contract, it's a great contract, but it's a conventional NFL contract. And it's the same sort of contract the Ravens were trying to get Lamar Jackson to sign. And, you know, again, on the flip side, you can certainly understand why Lamar Jackson would look at it and say, I need to protect my risk here. And so, you know, I, I, I want something fully guaranteed from you guys, you know, based on the way that you've used me over the first five years of my career. A.B., uh, talking about contracts and opportunities, the 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 opportunities for Sean Payton seem pretty vast in terms of the amount of coaching offers, you know, in the in the NFL. What do you think is the most ideal spot for him to land? We've had the conversation earlier in terms of if, if it's feasible that he's waiting 
to to see what happens with with the Chargers and with the Cowboys before he makes any moves. But what what have you heard as it applies to the Sean Payton coaching front? Yeah, I mean, LeVar, I don't think he's 100% going back this year. I, I think he certainly could, and I think there are going to be good offers out there for him. But, um, you know, I, I, I think if I – like yesterday I almost talked myself into Houston being the best one. And here's why. Like, for you to go to Arizona or you to go to Denver, you have to be in love with Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. And I'm not saying you have to like them. You have to love those guys. And it's not like I think I might be able to fix him. It's that guy's going to be a superstar for me. And the reason why is those are the sorts of contracts those guys are on. And you can't get out of those contracts for at least a few years. And so if you're Sean Payton, you have to look at it and say, if I go to one of those places, I am hitching my wagon to either Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. And that's going to be what it is for the next few years. Whereas if you go to Houston – You've got the second pick in the draft. You've got four first-round picks over the next two years. You've got a clean salary cap, and you've got a chance to build that thing up the way that you want to build it up. Right now, I think Sean does want to stay. Sean likes it out on the West Coast, so maybe Denver and Arizona are more ideal from a geography standpoint for him. But I just look at the opportunity to build in Houston, and you know, maybe you love Bryce Young, maybe you love C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, whoever it is, right? You also have the opportunity to bring in one of those quarterbacks on a rookie contract and build in a different way and bring in your own people. And I just, I don't know. I look at those three and I'm saying to myself, I don't know if, I, if I'm Sean Payton, if I would like Murray or Wilson that much, whereas I would be willing to take those guys on on the contracts that they're on versus, say, taking on a Bryce Young on a rookie contract. So I think that that's sort of the debate between the three jobs. And then, yeah, I mean, I think the Chargers are the ideal one for him um, from a geography standpoint, from a quarterback standpoint, um, everything that the Chargers can offer him. I just don't know if that job's going to be open. And, um, you know, every indication I've gotten is that the Cowboys and Chargers have no, no, uh, have no intention to change coaches right now. That said, if the weekend doesn't go very well for either team and they see Sean Payton behind door number two, I mean, who really knows? Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Now, Albert, I don't know if you were aware of this, but Justin Fields did go to Ohio State. Not sure if you knew that. Uh, if, if that's any sort of breaking news to you, I just want to give you the heads up. He did go to your alma mater, Ohio State. So let's just pretend and let's assume he's going to be the guy moving forward for the Bears. What is yep. that trade compensation going to look like, considering you got Houston sitting at two, you've got Indianapolis at four, they're both in the same division, yep. they both need quarterbacks. What sort of compensation could we be seeing at the top of the draft? I know, um, well, Brady, you know more about these quarterbacks than I do. I, you know, I think one of this, what's going to come down to, Jonas, is one of these guys getting really hot. And there being multiple teams that think this one guy is head and shoulders above the others. To me, that's like 100% what this has got to come down to. Uh, because when we've seen teams trade up for the number one overall pick, it's been because there's a lack of supply or there's a gap between number one and everyone else. And, you know, you look at, you know, when Washington traded up, right, in 2012 to get Robert Griffin, there was a perception that Griffin and Luck were so far above everybody else. And then there was 
a gap, and then you got to, to Ryan Tannehill. In 2016, when the Eagles and Rams traded up for Goff and Wentz, there was a perception that those two guys were way above everybody else. So if you know, you're Chicago and you're trying to pedal that pick, the best way for that to happen is for either Bryce Young or C.J. Stratt or whoever it is to create separation in the quarterback class where teams are looking at one guy and saying, this guy is special, this guy is different than everybody else. And that's where the whole debate over whether or not the Bears should look at a quarterback at number one becomes a question, too, because if there is a guy that special, then if you're the Bears, it's incumbent on you to compare that person to Fields. So I think that's all going to kind of play itself out over the next, you know, three months. And, um, you know, again, I, I don't know if we're going to get to March and April and we're going to look at one guy as being completely different than the other three that I think are going to go in the first round. But I do know that that's happened in the past. And, you know, sort of I, I think it's you know now going to be interesting to see how all that shakes out. And, you know, I, I know for the Bears, it's, it's absolutely going to affect the value of that number one overall pick. Albert, tell us about Mike LaFleur getting fired. We feel like between him and Scott Turner, those guys are basically end up being the fall guy for what was yeah. just, you know, bad quarterback play, maybe some other issues that both the commanders and Jets face this season. Yeah, you know, I, I Brady, I I'd be surprised if those were if either one of those was one hundred percent the head coach making that decision. Now, those guys, that, uh, I, Robert Sala and, um, and, and Ron Rivera are going to take responsibility because they're stand-up guys and they're going to be the ones that are in front of those sorts of decisions. But I, I think at least in the Jets' situation and maybe in both, um, there was some pressure from ownership to make some change and to do something to get a spark on offense um, you know, with two guys who are defensive head coaches. And, um, you know, I know in the case of LaFleur, Sala and LaFleur are incredibly close. Like, I, like Matt LaFleur was actually in Robert Sala's wedding. So those families are very, very close. And same thing with Rivera and Scott Turner. I mean, Ron Rivera's old boss is Scott Turner's dad, Norv Turner. So I know these were difficult decisions for these organizations. And, um, you know, I do think to some degree it's, you know, these guys are in a position where they need to win. They need to win soon. And, you know, I think both ownership groups, both front offices look at it and say there's just there's progress in so many other places on these rosters, but we're just not getting the progress we need out of the quarterback position, so we need to do something about it. And, um, you know, again, I think that that has as much to do with the players that they've required a quarterback than it does to, does with the, with the coaching those players have gotten. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I think it's sort of one of those where, you know, it, it, it looks to me at least like ownership looking to create a spark, you know, for, for their organization at the most important position on the field. A.B., my last question for you would be heading into this, this playoff weekend, the super wild card weekend, as Brady loves to call <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Um <laughs> What? What is the Brady, biggest? Like what's the big, no, I don't understand why we call it anything super. It's just the wild card weekend now. Like it's, it's, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, they started calling it super wild card weekend when they went to fourteen teams, which means I guess what's making it super this weekend is what, like Skylar Thompson and uh, who's the seventh seed in the end? Now I'm drawing a blank on who the seventh seed even is. Oh, uh, Gina Smith, right? Right. So it's super mm. wild card weekend. 
What's the biggest storyline going into into this weekend of of games, slate of games? I actually love the Jaguars Chargers game because you're going to get the yeah. young quarterbacks there, and so I I, I think. That's like a sneaky, exciting one, you know, and I, I think that that's one where, um, you know, we're going to get a glimpse of two guys who I think are going to be really high-end quarterbacks for a long time in the league. Um, so that one I think is an, an exciting one. I think what's, to me, what's most interesting is what do the superpowers of the AFC look like, you know? And so the Chiefs are off this weekend, you know, but I, I think both Buffalo and Cincinnati have a chance to really flex their muscles here. And, you know, for Buffalo, it's going up against a Dolphins team that's kind of limping in here. And, you know, like, what do they look like, you know, coming out of the last couple of weeks? Obviously, it's been a difficult couple of weeks. And, guys, I'm not so sure the Bengals aren't the best team in football right now. Like, and I think – I don't know why people are so hesitant to say Joe Burrow might be the best quarterback in the NFL, but he might be the best quarterback in the NFL. And um, and I and I – I, I think this is a team that comes in with a chip on its shoulder. I think they feel like they were screwed, um, to, 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 to put it nicely, um, at, like through everything that happened with the rescheduling of games and the neutral sites and everything else and the coin flips. And so I think the Bengals come into this, come into, come, come into, the, come into the playoffs with a real chip on their shoulder and really determined to show everybody who they are. And I think you saw it at the start of that Buffalo game, you know, before obviously, um, you know, before the DeMar Hamlin situation unfolded. And then at the beginning of the Baltimore game, too. So I, I'd watch the Bengals this week. Like, I, I think there's a chance that they get up pretty quickly and, you know, put a little bit of a beating on the Ravens, especially if nothing turns on Lamar Jackson. And, you know, we could be looking at a Bengals team that's going back to the Super Bowl. Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, always appreciate it, man. Have a good rest of your day. We'll do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!